At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Music. Welcome to CEO Coach this magnificent Monday morning in cold November in Seattle, Washington. It's actually so bright outside of my window that I had to move today so I could see my own screen. We're going to talk today about bootstrapping ideas, diving in without funding. There are some really ugly statistics around how many people get funded for their companies. Uh, the answer is kind of not much. I think most of you probably realize that, but here's some numbers around it. There are roughly 1,500 startups that get funded by venture capitalists in the United States annually and about 50,000 by angel investors. So VCs look at about 400 companies for every one in which they invest, and angels look at 40 for every one in which they invest. But there are several million startups that are formed each year. So one way of looking at it is that there are a lot of people, like millions of them, great people with good ideas who just give up because they can't get initial funding. We have, and I keep saying this, a burgeoning of entrepreneurship around the world today. I've talked about it before at CEO Coach, and we're going to talk about it for just another moment today. The purpose or the reason we have this ability to have a, a universe unfettered by the laws of math and time. An extraordinary thing we could be across the globe in a heartbeat. We could have new ideas at our fingertips, things really leveled in terms of a playing field for opening businesses because it was so inexpensive to do it on the web. And one could bootstrap and teach oneself how to make a website and get it done. You can still do that today. That was the carrot. 
the stick showed up not so much in 2001 when we had a dot-com bubble burst. That was in the tech sectors, and it affected thing, uh, areas of the world which were tech sector rich. Otherwise, people didn't really feel it that much. But in 2008, everybody felt it. Lots of industries went down. Lots of people lost their jobs. And those jobs are never coming back. Those are industries that have to go. They're companies that have to stop doing what they were doing. And they are processes and ways of life that have to end. The people who are building or who built the first iteration of that boom in the startup leveraged this game changer, right? The invention of the web itself. And they created things that are monsters around it. Social connections, right? Those are the social platforms. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, things like that. The pages of the web themselves would be organized by the search engines, AltaVista, AOL, then Google, Yahoo, and MSN, now Bing, and many others around the world. Those are major players. They grew quickly, they became monsters, and they became the icons, the, the standing pins on which we would grow the rest of the cities. Right? But even leveraging those technologies, the question is, what else can you build? Well, when the search engines existed, the entire world of SEO came into being. Search engine optimization didn't exist until the search engines became the evident way in which the pages of the web would be organized. And then it became a thing. Now we are at the next stage in which what was leveraged, this disruptive technology itself, the computer, and then the web, and then things like search engines and social media platforms and major functionary things that exist on the web, the pistons that will fire everything else, are now in place. doesn't mean they're gonna, not going to change, and it doesn't mean the big guys don't come down again. It happens all the time, but that's not the point today. My point is that the next generation of companies are these millions of companies that are not necessarily fundable, but they are figuring out how we will live and work together in the coming century. So if you have one of those companies that is simply not fundable, it's not scalable, it's not going to be multi-billion dollars worth of company, but it's going to be a darn good thing and it will employ people in the neighborhood and in the community and perhaps around the world and perhaps it will be significant in size, but today it's not fundable, then this show is for you. It's about bootstrapping. It's about figuring out what to do when you have really no money to do it. And one never has none. First of all, you either have a job today or you're living in some other fashion and you've got a brilliant idea. The first thing you have to do is figure out how to keep body and soul together. Enough food in the body, a place to put your head down at night. And the workplace and the home can be the same thing. Don't be afraid to start your company from home. You don't need a fancy office right away. You can consider that. You can consider home workspace. Or you can rent somebody else's basement if you have to get out of your own place to do it. 
those are reasonable ways to do it and there are more and more co-working spaces again companies that have come up to serve this burgeoning of entrepreneurship they are a better way to live and work together in the coming century so these co-working spaces now exist they have for a while but they're far more frequent in your neighborhoods you'll find lots of them and that will be surprising inexpensive places where you can work just a few days a week or a few days a month or maybe even full-time depending on how you want to do it so figure that out working remotely is difficult and challenging if you're going to do a startup and you've got folks who are regionally located try to get to each other's home to start working or get to the same co-working space it doesn't mean you have to be there all the time but core hours really do help if all else fails and you are building a startup with folks who are distributed around the world or maybe just around your country again just getting together on a daily basis via Google Hangouts free of charge is a really good idea okay that's about space the second thing would be about how to get your space in order right well goodwill and other you know secondary vendors and so on sell things like printers and furniture but in truth places like IKEA or local kind of uh, box stores uh, Costco type places will be as cheap in all probability it look better and it will feel a little better around you so making do with very little is appropriate you don't have to go out and again start buying expensive furniture. We all get that. That's not exciting stuff. Those aren't hot tips. Right? But I would say that searching out grants that non-fundable companies can get those grants. I think that's a hotter tip. Many companies look for funding. They'll look for angel investors, maybe even seed investment and so on. But they don't look for places where you can simply get grants that would be a good place to start there are in the US federal ones regional ones state ones right and even city ones take a look at those things and see what you can do if you are a student in a university look to the university to see what they have available to do things like research startups and monetization good stuff it's a little tedious it's worth it even if you only got fifteen hundred to two thousand bucks it's well worth the money. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about ways to bootstrap your company when there's no capital and the standard ways to fund it simply aren't available to you. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? 
Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com slash radio. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, Grab your mouse and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. On demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Back, talking about what happens when your company is not fundable, uh, when it's not going to be a big scalable thing. And the VCs are kind of turning you down. So there are other unconventional um, sources for for those uh, women-owned companies, minority-owned companies, student-owned companies. All of these make it possible to look for grants, as do other very specific things. Uh, the area of focus in which you're working, uh, uh, microbiology, things like that, it depends on what you're doing. So take a look for those funding sources and see what you can get. There are other several alternatives that have emerged recently, of course, and there are uh, peer-to-peer lending groups, for example. You can get up to 25 grand with a three- or five-year fixed-rate personal loan from strangers, right? You can do this at Lending Club or Prosper.com. Right? You can get funded by other folks who don't necessarily even know what you're doing, but they're investing in that. Those are reasonable loans. They're, um, let's see, 8% of the loans I, I read here on Lending Club are used for business purposes. But Lending Club does not require it to be for business purposes. So there's an important thing. That comes from 500 Startups, by the way, who has some excellent articles on alternative funding. There's microfinances, places like Kiva, Microplace, organizations like Axion USA, A-C-C-I-O-N USA, and Opportunity Fund. These are great places to be looking uh, if you're an entrepreneur that needs a business loan. Loans are not necessarily the same as, of course, equity funding. Keep that in mind. You're going to have to pay it back, but still very, very valuable. And then, of course, we've got crowdfunding. It's a brand-new wrinkle in the U.S. system in which you can now ask unaccredited investors to invest in your company. A number of people have been playing in this space. Folks like Indiegogo and Kickstarter come to mind right away. But they really work well. Um, well, let's see, Kickstarter for kind of nonprofit and idea type things and so on, and Indiegogo as well uh, for companies. But you're not really funding a company, right? If I put my money down at Kickstarter or 
Indiegogo, I don't expect to come away with a piece of the action. It's essentially a donation to get something done. Companies that have products as their end result have wisely gotten on those platforms and they are now giving you as a thank you for your donation toward helping them get going the product itself. So essentially it's become a pre-purchase platform for purchasing products that don't exist on the marketplace today. I've got a new widget and if you give me some cash I can go build that new widget and if you give me even more cash you will have un unlocked my ability to make that widget either pretty or better, faster, bigger, who knows what, right? And so we begin to put down our money collectively as a buying public. It's really a genius idea, but it's best used for products. Harder and less of best used for products. If you have something you've got to sell, you can give that away as your thank you gift and away you go. Now, we have, however, the ability to have investors come in now. There will be many new platforms coming up as well as some of these older ones, uh, including, uh, I think, Celeband, uh, Slice of the Pie, uh, Chipin, which is C-H-I-P-I-N. The Celeband is S-E-L-L-A-B-A-N-D.com and SliceThePie.com, um, 40Billion.com and ProFounder. All of these are places to look to see whether or not they're a good match for funding your startup. People who are putting their money down here aren't necessarily looking for billions of dollars of value in the company at the far end. Many of them may be happy to fund a darn good solid business, especially if it's in their community. Finally, private family funding still works. If you can't get funded by angels, super angels, and venture capitalists, and you don't have a product, you still might have some folks who know and believe in you. And if they happen to have some capital that's worth investing, you could give it to, uh, you could take it from them rather, and they could give it to you, not necessarily as straight up equity. You, when you have friends and family, you can make all kinds of arrangements that make so much more sense. There are better ways to do this. You don't simply have to say, well, I'll give you stock and away you go. That's not necessarily appropriate for grandma. But you could say, I'll borrow it. And yes, you'll have a piece of the action here and so on. That's an appropriate thing. That's fine. But you could also have a payment schedule. You can say, I'm going to borrow it for three years, and then I will pay it back piece by piece by piece. If you have folks or grandparents who have a significant amount that they have set aside, and they want to bequeath this to you upon their demise, you can also include a very frank discussion that says, in the event that I'm unable to repay it, it becomes part of my legacy. That's a very delicate discussion, but it's a possibility. So, bootstrapping in terms of cash, I think we've got some of that covered now. But let's talk about how you get the word out about your company. If you're going to take some of this capital, especially if you're taking it from friends and family, you really want to make sure that you can give it back. So how do you do that? You make your company successful, and how do you do that without a dime to your pocket? The answer is talk everywhere. When you talk, you have to get out of yourself and think about you as a manager, as a, a parent, if you will, of your own company. That way, you're not boasting and bragging about yourself or asking others to do the same. 
You're asking them, essentially, to help you care for this child, this thing that is your company. Be passionate about what you do. Be very excited about it. Be very clear about how it's going to help others live and work together in a better way in the coming century, how it will support your community, and how it benefits others. As soon as you get that real clear, you will be able to ask others to promote your company for you. Anybody who's giving you money should be talking all about the company that they have just invested in. If they're not, then somehow they were giving it to you because you're a nice guy or a nice gal, but not necessarily because they're crazy about the idea you've got. They may even not understand fully what it is that you're doing. Make sure that everybody does understand. It is insufficient to take the money and not have them proselytize for you. We're going to take one more break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about other things about talking everywhere. Where else can you talk? What else can you do with very little coin in your pocket? Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Wrap your company and how to make it even without funding. So one of the hot ones that I think you should be walking away with today is if you have a product, pre-sell it. There's nothing like bringing in capital to your company by actually selling your product. And it's even better if you can do it before you've actually built the product. You can fund the building of your product by selling it. Great. 
uh, buying very cheap furniture, working from home or renting somebody else's basement, all good ideas, but pretty standard stuff. Searching out grants, figure out what's special about what you're doing or who you are as co-founders and go find those things and then talk everywhere. If you're taking money in from people, make sure they know what the heck it is that you do and why you're so passionate about it. Make sure that they are. Stay in touch with them. Once they give you money, don't walk away. Stay in touch with them and make sure that they are spreading the word. Other people will give you money too. They will become excited about your product or your service and at least they will make use of it. So that's an important thing too. Um, Once you do that though, go out and talk everywhere else. Find places to spread the word. There are hundreds and hundreds of meetups around your city right now. And that's because of this burgeoning of entrepreneurship. Right? Until this happened, there were not so many meetups around startups, around technology, around biotech, around medical devices, around anything. But there are now. Find all of them. They need speakers just as you need to get out and speak about your product. It can be as little as 10 minutes. It can be a tweet up. And you can hold your own if you so desire. The purpose is not necessarily to bring more money into your startup. The purpose is to spread the word and make it succeed. You want to be on the radar of everyone who's important to know about your company. The way to do it is to make sure that loads and loads of people are talking about you. Even if they are other technologists and not necessarily your end user customer, the more people talking about you and what you just said, the more likely it is that everybody will make you a household name in shorter order than before. Leverage talent. Go find students interns, retired professionals, leverage them all. Interns can be very inexpensive. In most places, you must pay them something. But an intern salary is a whole lot less than a full-time salary. They don't necessarily have the best skill sets. They don't necessarily have all the experience that you're going to need. You don't have that leisure. Funded companies have that leisure. You've got to use whom you can and where you can for the price that you can afford. So go find those folks. Find passion. Find people who have passion around your particular subject. The rest can be taught. Get advisors early. Advisors are people who are already somewhat successful in the industry that you're interested in or perhaps simply on the subject of startup itself. It's an important thing to do. You want advisors in both places. You want business advisors to continue to give you advice on how to bootstrap and how to make this happen, or perhaps to help you to raise a little money or maybe make wise borrowing decisions and leverage capital. But you mostly want to have people who are inside the industry that you're in who can help spread the word to people who would be your potential customers. Think about that carefully. Who can you ask to be on your advisory board who would then become passionate about what you're doing and evangelize for you to the exact people you need to reach. People who can help you to get to the next stage of business will do so, perhaps for a small piece of the action, in other words, a small percentage of stock, and sometimes they will do it simply out of the goodness of their heart because they know that you're onto something exciting for the future. Contact those people, be brazen about it, and get them in early. The earlier and essentially the larger, not without reason, but essentially the larger the number of people who are your advisors who can get you to that next level, the better off you are. 
Getting them together for a joint phone call at least, if not for a joint cup of coffee, would also be a really good idea, depending on geolocation, of course. When they speak to each other about what it is you're doing, new ideas will spark among them. The reason you're asking them to mentor you and advise you is because they've got a lot of experience and they're really good at what they do. Make sure that you leverage their ability to riff off each other and have even better ideas. Finally, I would say there are some don'ts. And that would be really around don't think that you can make it until you're funded each time. Think about starting a company that will be bootstrapped throughout its entire lifetime. If you don't have a scalable business but a really solid service business, all of these things make good sense. You don't necessarily want to share the company with a whole lot of folks who own stock. You don't want the heavy burden of large boards of directors. You want to get on with your business. Determine where you sit in your field and know how you should move forward. Okay? One of the hottest tips I got just looking around on the web came from VentureBeat and it said make your first dollar as quickly as possible. ASAP. Right. That's why I talked about pre-selling your product. But even if you can't, get your minimum viable product out there as early as possible. Launch and get money flowing. Test the market as early as you possibly can. The faster you get money flowing in, the more likely it is that you will be able to at least get a bank loan if you need it for the next stage of development. Many of the things that I read when I did research around bootstrapping startups turned out to be platitudes. But a few of them were really, really smart. Coming from Inc.com, I found deferring legal fees. It says you can negotiate with your lawyer so you don't have to pay them until you raise a seed or a Series A. Or maybe you can do the same if you're a smaller company and you don't expect to raise a Series A. You could pay your attorneys by giving them a piece of the action. This doesn't work if you're really a small mom-and-pop-sized company and intend to stay there forever. But it certainly is if you intend to be a substantial corporation, at least significant enough in size to pay them back at a reasonable amount and to give them a piece of the action over time. Asking for a discount on server, uh, server costs. If you have an online company that requires servers, there are all kinds of good folks out there who may give you a discount simply because you are a startup. Microsoft, SoftLayer, Rackspace, Amazon Web Service, they all offer startup promotions. And in fact, the latter offers more than a dozen products that includes a free tier. So pretty hot stuff. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be back next week with another show. I hope you went away today with some ideas about how to get your startup going, even if you're not going to get funded. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm and through iTunes. And don't forget, grab our mobile app and listen on the road. The 
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.